Episode 64, Prescription Without Diagnosis is Malpractice. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. It is The Game Changers. We're at episode 64, talking a prescription without diagnosis is malpractice with the one and only Jason Jennings. Great to be with you, Jason. Uh, Dale, it's great to be back with you. So uh, we're starting off the new year. You are an author, been on the New York Times bestseller list, the Wall Street Journal bestseller list, you name it. You've got number of books out there worth the read, but what are you recommending we pick up to start off the new year right? Interesting question. Uh, you know, uh, the new year, figuratively speaking, uh, is represents a, a new beginning, uh, a new start or an opportunity for a new start. Uh, we know that many people make resolutions and few follow through on them, uh, but at least everybody is well-intended uh, during the start of the year. And I was actually thinking about uh, what book I would recommend, and, and I would suggest there were two. Uh, the classic book that I did, Think Big, Act Small, it's an inexpensive book because don't buy the hardcover. It's been out there for about seven or eight years, but the book was totally updated a couple of years ago. So it's a it's a paperback on Amazon or wherever you can find it. Think big, act small. Uh, it's it, it's a great great read for somebody making a lot of promises about to themselves about how they're going to do in the new year. But the other one is the book that came out this year, uh, The High Speed Company, and it's about creating cultures of urgency and growth. And if there's anything important for people uh, in the beginning of a year. It's to say, look, we are going to be more urgent. We're going to be more determined about getting things done. And, of course, growth is what everybody needs to be committed to. So those would be my two suggestions for uh, for the new year. Excellent suggestions. All right, let's dive right in. So we're talking prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. Sounds like a medical podcast. Let's dive in. What is it? What are you, where are you taking us on this? And uh, by any chance, did you just have an annual physical uh, I did, and uh, all the numbers were very good. Thanks good. for asking. Prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. I have to set it up this way. I've got to set it up with three very, very quick stories that I've been thinking a lot about for some reason the last few days. So a couple of years ago, I'm sitting on an airplane, and uh, the guy sitting next to me starts engaging in conversation with me. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, uh, I'm in publishing. I said, whoa, that's cool. I'm an author. Uh, what kind of publishing? And he said, uh, magazine publishing. I said, oh, that's kind of cool. What, uh, what kind of magazine publishing? And he said, uh, controlled circulation uh, magazine. And that's one that you don't pay for that goes out to a select number of people. And I said, oh, okay, controlled circulation magazine. That's pretty interesting. Uh, are you on the edit- editorial side? He said, no, I'm, I'm on the marketing side. I said, oh, that's cool. What do you do on the marketing side? And he said, well, I'm in sales. And I said, so what do you do? He said, well, I sell space in the magazine. And I said, well, what is your magazine? He said, well, the magazine is called Screw Magazine. And I said, well, I thought that was a humor magazine. He said, no, we're the magazine for the screw and fastener industry. Now, the guy could have just said that straight out, but he had this whole story of he's in publishing, he's in magazines, he's in marketing. Finally, reluctantly, he's in sales selling space. And then that reminds me of another story of somebody I met at a barbecue this past summer. And I said to him, I shook his hand and said, "Uh, so what do you do? And he said, I'm in medical business. Well, at the time I had a pain down in my right calf and I thought maybe he could help me. And I said, "Uh, so what do you do in the medical business? 
well, research. Well, I'm thinking I got a, a doctor here. And I said, well, what do you do in medical research? He said, well, we make machines. And I said, oh, really? What kind of machines? He said, MRIs. I said, those are really cool. Those have saved so many lives. I said, so, so, so you're a researcher? Uh, he said, no. I said, well, what do you do? He said, well, I'm on the marketing side. And I said, well, oh, uh, you create demand among the hospitals. Is that what you do? He said, no, I sell them. So here's a guy I asked what he did. He, first of all, he tells me he's in medical research, but when you drill down, he's selling MRIs. And there's only one reason for both of those. Both of those people were so embarrassed by what they do for a living and felt so bad that, about what they do for a living that they had to fib. They had to tell big, giant fibs and hope I would drop it. Which leads me to one final quick story to set the stage for prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. People are always surprised when they dial my California number, my office number, 415-435-5310. I answer my own phone if I'm not traveling, if I'm in the office, and if I'm available. I uh, There's a lot of people who think they're awfully, uh, that they're a lot more important than they really are. And any little thing I've ever achieved in my life, it's by talking to people. So I'm always happy to take a phone call. And this guy called me, and he was an IT designer. And he wanted to get together. I said, you know, I'm very happy with my current IT guy. He's been with me for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you talk about letting go and being open. Please meet with me. So finally, after four or five calls, I finally agreed to meet with the guy. I show up in the hotel lobby where we're going to meet. And he shows up, sits down. Before we've even shaken hands, he takes out like a 100-page proposal. And I said, well, what's this? He said, that's your new website. He said, the price is in the back page. So I look at the back page. It's like 70000 bucks, And I'm thinking, you know... Is this guy from Mars? He's never asked me a question. Uh, what is the purpose of your website? What are you trying to achieve with your website? I mean, how will you measure the effectiveness of your website? This guy, I mean, came up with a 100-page proposal and a price without asking me one question. Most salespeople are so embarrassed by what they do, they fib and lie until uh, attach big, grandiose titles to their names so they can feel more be better about themselves. Or they're so busy, like the IT guy the website designer, selling what they want to sell and telling what they want to tell that they never listen to a customer. Dale, if you walked into a doctor's office, you asked me if I went in for a physical. If you walked into a doctor's office, they were sitting you in that little paper gown, your back and your bum were cold, and you were sitting there for a few minutes, and finally the doctor walked in and said, oh my God, Dale, I know what you need. You need an appendectomy right now. And not only that, what we're going to do is I'm going to go through the foot I mean, how quickly? I mean, no examination. If somebody told you you needed an appendectomy, what would you think of the doctor? They're just a bit uh, out of touch, arrogant, well, don't know yeah, what they're yeah. doing. I mean, yeah. it's a combination. It's all, the, all of those things above. Yeah. I mean, just like the guy who says, here's a proposal, here's what it's going to cost, who's never asked me a question. Anytime we deliver a prescription without diagnosis, it is malpractice. And I will tell you this, it is endemic. So here is what you have to do. Mike Long. CEO of Aero Electronics, who has turned this company with 17,000 associates around the world and 120 offices and 23 or $24 billion in annual revenues, a remarkable leader who I've written about. He said, look, we've got 17,000 people here. And he said, every day, those people are asking our customers, what else itches that we can scratch? What else is causing you pain that maybe we can help go away? And Dale... But they're not, trying, they're not trying to guess at that. Right. They're right. actually asking the question of the customer. Exactly. And so over the years, I've developed five points for figuring out what the customer needs. And I think that's what we should talk about. All right. Let's dive in. Number one. Number one, 
I mean, once you have gained the belief of somebody and you're having an adult conversation, and once you've learned about their business, one of the great questions that you'll ever be able to ask is ask, you know, if you had a magic wand and you could wave it over your business right now, what would you like to have happen? Dale, there is no business person who doesn't want something to happen in their business. They either want to protect what they have, they want to grow their business, but when you hear business people say to salespeople, no, everything's just fine. I like everything just the way it is. What they're basically telling you is I think you're in irrelevance and I don't want to waste my time talking to you. Hmm. That's why you have to prove your worthiness as we just covered in five podcasts. So what a great question. I mean, what would you like to have happen here? If I could wave a magic wand, what would you like to have happen? And uh, so I recall very well, uh, let's say you're sitting with a car dealer. Well, the car dealer may very well say, oh, man, if I had this magic wand, I'd like to sell an extra 50 cars. So you found out what they want to do. The second thing is you have to find the pain point or the reason. I mean, when he says he wants to sell 50 more cars, you can't start drooling. You've got to ask the question, why do you want to sell 50 extra cars? And, you know, it's probably because they're getting some pressure from the manufacturer to hit the numbers that they promised to deliver to the manufacturer. But you've got to find out the reason for wanting to do that. And then number three, the third thing you have to do is you have to quantify what it would mean. Well, if you could sell these 50 extra cars, what would it be worth to you? Well, I know a little bit about the car business. Uh, the gross profit would probably be a couple of thousand dollars. They'd make about a thousand dollars or 1500 on finance and insurance. And they'd make about a thousand to 1500 bucks in the factory holdback. So every car would represent about four to five thousand dollars to the dealer. So you have to quantify what it would mean. And then the fourth thing is you got to ask the magical question. What would it be worth? I mean, if that couple hundred thousand dollars, what would you invest to make it happen? And by the time you've reached that place in a conversation with someone, they know you're no dummy. Once you've waved the magic wand, you've found the pain point, you've quantified it, you know, they're not going to tell you, well, 2%. They're not going to say that uh, because by the time you get somebody this far in a conversation, uh, they're going to know you just didn't fall off the back of a pickup truck or a turnip truck. And so they might say, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. Good. Okay. And then number five, what you have to do is you don't try to sell them something. You've got to come up with a solution for helping the person or the business achieve what they want to achieve. So whether you're in IT or whether you're in software or whether you're in web design or whether you're in insurance, whether you're in financial services, whether you're in advertising, I don't care what business you're in. First of all, I mean, you have to wave the magic wand to find out what somebody wants to do. Second, you've got to find the pain point, why they want to do it. Three, you've got to quantify it. Four, You've got to affix a value to it. And then five, you've got to leave and do your work and come up with a solution. Uh, because I would suggest to you, Dale, that if you don't go through those steps, you're just out like the doctor telling everybody that he or she meets they need an appendectomy. Or you know the old line, never ask a barber if you need a haircut. So, a and by true, the way, I've got a, I've got a website I can sell you. One more <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. So, so prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. I mean, we wouldn't tolerate it in any professional career. Why is it tolerated in almost every business? And it is so true. All right. So during the podcast, you mentioned that you answer your own phone. I also know for a fact you answer every email message that I comes do. in. So you're getting some messages about the podcast. What are people saying? Uh, I am. In fact, um, I get somewhere between 75 and 100 emails a day from people who have read books, been at speeches. I do answer every one of them. Jason at jason-jennings.com. Sometimes I'm 24 to 36 hours 
behind, but I'm but I'm on top of it. Um, and 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 so I got one that put a a big smile on my face after uh, last week's episode. Yeah, I got one, uh, and he said, "All right, brother, you have my attention. How do I get on board? I'm all ears. I absolutely love your work. Please tell me what's coming next. Talk soon. Have a great holiday." Emir Lopez, CEO of Money Smart Seminars. And I was going, now, how do I know Emir or how did he find the podcast? And so I went to my contacts and I searched and there was an Emir Lopez, but I didn't have a phone number. I didn't have an occupation. I only had an email address. And all of a sudden I remembered I met him in a gym uh, working out where I meet a lot of people, great people hang out in gyms. And it was either in Asia or it was in Las Vegas. I can't remember. But uh, Emir, uh, g- give another shot back. But thanks very much. All right. Very cool. All right. So we are uh, we're wrapping up this podcast. Remind people that uh, don't encourage or allow malpractice to rear its ugly head in your business by trying to prescribe something without first going through the five-step process of waving the magic wand, finding the pain point, quantifying it, determining what it's worth, and then coming up with a solution. Great insight for us. Any parting words, Jason? Yes. Uh, I had occasion uh, to go to my website and uh, to listen uh, to last week's podcast. And then I started scrolling through the list of all the podcasts you and I have done. Do you know what a wealth of information is there? I I mean, remarkable. And it's all based on all the research, the study of more than 220,000 businesses. I mean, for eight best-selling books, it's all out there for free. And I was thinking, I hope nobody gets in a rut of just listening to the current podcast because I don't know if they joined us at number 10, number 20, or number 40, or number 50. There's just a wealth of material, and I would urge uh, folks who are listening uh, to go back and, and, and review all of these 64 podcasts. I bet there's a lot of stuff in there that can truly help you or, or help people you know or work with. I was going to say, for the listeners, don't fall for the lie that if it's not new, it's not relevant. Because all 64, I would say, all 64 of these podcasts are timeless. Uh, They're going to be just as relevant right now, today, as they were when they were first recorded, and they will be in two or three years. So uh, that's, if you really think through that process, it's not true to think that it's got to be new in order to be relevant, especially with this material. And write a review. Absolutely. We appreciate that. If you would go to iTunes and look up the podcast, rate it. Hopefully we've earned five stars from you. Write a review. When you do that, it just pushes the podcast up higher on the playlist for iTunes. As other people are out looking for this material, it's easier to find. So we appreciate that to make the free resource available to more people. With that, we're going to wrap it up. Say goodbye, Jason, and we will talk to you again next week. Talk to you then. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.